We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Double tight end. Hurts in the gun. Hurts. This time, fakes. He's back. He's looking deep. He wants A.J. Brown. And it's caught for a touchdown! It's double coverage. It doesn't matter. He throws the ball into an area where A.J. Brown can make the adjustment, and he's jockeying around, and he makes that proper adjustment to the football for a touchdown. He runs through contact so well. 45 yards, Mike Quick. There you go, Glenn Mack now. Those were the salad days of Super Bowl 57. I was feeling pretty good. I'm Mike Sealski. He is, as I said, Glenn Macnow, 94 WIP. Uh, we are pleased right now to be joined by the guy who I think is uh, the best Eagles beat writer in town. Uh, and I'm only saying that because I work with him. And if I don't say it, he'll punch me in the face the next time I see him. Jeff McLean of the Inquirer. Jeffrey, how are you? Good uh, morning, guys. How are you? Hey, Jeff. So let's start here, kind of big picture grandiose let's put you in the gm chair uh, of the philadelphia eagles what is the top priority for you what is the thing they've got to do this offseason uh more than any is it a hertz contract extension is it figuring out certain position groups if you're howie roseman you're sitting down what's priority number one well i think it's kind of a no-brainer that the hertz contract extensions uh priority number one because you want to you want to get a you want to get out ahead number one of of the other teams <clears throat> that are poised to extend quarterbacks from that contra, from that uh, draft year Joe Burrow Justin Herbert and you want to kind of set in place your plan moving forward I mean you want to know um, what that may look like and and uh, certainly there's a negotiation that has to play out here and we don't know exactly what Jalen wants in return my guess is that he wants less years and more guaranteed money and the Eagles want more years and, and less guaranteed money. And that'll be something that they'll have to kind of <clears throat> go back and forth over. Um, but to me, I think at this point you have to, you have to get Jalen locked up because in the long term it will benefit them if they do it the sooner rather than later, in my opinion. So Jeff McClain, when they do that, you know, the, what we, <clears throat> what we've heard and what I believe to be true is it will clearly give them less flexibility than when they had the quarterback with, I think it was the 29th highest salary in football or something like that. And, uh, how much will that hinder them in the off season, given all of the free agents that they've got now and things that they want to add? And I guess, that leads into, well, I'll let you answer that, and then we'll lead into who. 
Yeah, it's obviously no secret that when Allen gets his uh, franchise quarterback contract, which will probably be somewhere in the $50 million a year range, that it'll affect their ability to not only retain their own free agents, but uh, lock up other guys. And, you know, how he kind of was asked that question the other day, and he, he spoke to how he's kind of prepared for that in terms of the draft picks that they have coming. They have two first rounders in this draft, and they have a bunch of uh, picks in the following draft. And, He's projecting compensatory picks uh, in the following draft or you know future drafts. So he knows that if they want to maintain this level of play with Jalen's contract, they're going to have to hit on more draft picks and they're going to have to develop these guys. They had three, you know, the first three picks last year barely played this year, so you need those guys to step up. Um, so you're going to have to you have to build more through the draft when you don't have the flexibility to sign your own free agents and sign other free agents. That's not to say that how we won't be able to do some of that. This first year of the jailing contract will luckily have a low seller cap hit so they can, they can still have some flexibility. Um, but, yeah, there's no secret that when a quarterback signs a franchise uh, contract, the second deal, that it's going to uh, limit their ability to, to really spend a lot on other guys. And it's probably going to be harder for them uh, to continue the development of Hertz and, and make this kind of transition with two new coordinators, right? Jonathan Gannon's leaving. Shane Steichen is leaving, both getting head coaching jobs. Uh, the scuttlebutt seems to be, Jeff, that it's a slam dunk that Brian Johnson uh, is going to be the offensive coordinator. They're going to move him up from quarterback's coach. A, am I wrong about that? B, if I am, are there any other candidates that might be out there that you think the Eagles could bring on board? And C, what are they going to do with defensive coordinators? Uh, yeah, I mean to address your first question, this is what happens: with winning teams, you lose your assistants, and and it's the you know the head coach's ability to uh, either find uh, in-house replacements or go outside the building that will um, determine whether this team can kind of maintain the level in which it's played these last two years, a rising one. Um, that was probably very pretty close to the staff that Nick Sirianni had dreamed about building. There were some guys that he didn't really know that uh, they spent time interviewing. He's spoken recently about Jamal Singleton. Michael Clay was another one. Um, but he has in-house replacements, right, uh, lined up, especially on the offensive side. I think Brian Johnson would probably be the more likely guy ahead of uh, Kevin Petullo and the more likely guy in terms of the coordinators. Um I, you know, I don't know if it's a slam dunk, but I think it's probably will, what will end up happening here. On the defensive side, I think it's a little more likely that they may go outside the building. Um, Denard Wilson would be the in-house replacement, the uh, defensive backs coach, also pass game uh, coordinator. <clears throat> but I think that, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if uh, he is as locked in, again, as, as I said, Brian Johnson will be. Okay, so if they, I don't know if they would have hired Vic Fangio if, if, they knew this at the time. I mean, the timing didn't work out for it. But no. I guess my question to you is, when they look to hire a new defensive coordinator now, do they get look for somebody who may play a little bit more aggressively? And please answer yes. <laughs> um, no, I asked Nick this very question the other day. You know, So are you just going to try and go out and get the best guy that you could possibly get no matter the scheme, or are you still married to some version of the scheme? And, and Nick has said before that whenever in defending Jonathan Gannon, this is the scheme I want. Mm. Um, now, he said that there's certainly flexibility within that. And my guess is that, um, yeah, I don't know if he's going to get someone like, quote, unquote, more aggressive. I, you know, I guess it depends how you define that more blitzing or, you, you know, you have uh, your guys play a little more uh, closer to the line. You, you, yeah. 
you have a little more of an aggressive one-gap penetrating front. Uh, I don't think we're, they're going to go that far um, to the left, which is, I guess, you know, like the wide nine, what you saw with Jim Schwartz. Um, and then in terms of blitzing, what you would see previously with, you know, the Jim Johnsons of the world. Now they are, I think, scheduled to, to interview Vance Johnson. Uh, he um, blitzed as much as anybody over the last five years whenever he's been coordinator. So if that's what you want, um, that could be it. I, to me, I think you just go out and buy the – go out and get the top mind, that you, defensive mind that you can get and you figure out the rest later. You have seven starters on, on, the, on the defensive side of the ball that are free agents. This is an opportunity for you to kind of, I wouldn't say remake your defense or cater to a specific skill set. You know, you're always looking for versatile players, but this does give you a little, a little flexibility. Um, it does bring into question about what would uh, Jordan Davis's role be moving forward. They drafted him thinking that he could play all three downs and be a pass rusher. Uh, we didn't really see that in his rookie year. I'm not saying he had the opportunities to do that. But if you bring in someone and you go back to a four-man front, one one gap penetrating front, um, that kind of limits Jordan in terms of what he brings as a run run stopper. Jeff, last one from me. You've got the combine coming up in what a little more than a week, maybe a week's time. The Eagles have two first-round picks. They have a second-round pick. Safe to say that Howie's probably going to look to accumulate more picks, trade down. Uh, that would probably be my guess. Uh, they have like the number ten. Um, it will be the first pick. I mean, that's you can get a really premium player with that with that pick. I have to look a little more at the draft and you know find out you know whether they're saying you know, the strength is in the you know the first round. Howie and his ability to accumulate draft picks. That probably I'd say with one of those picks, he probably would do that. All right. So one more for me. We're talking to Jeff McLean. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff underscore. McLean, M-C-L-A-N-E. We, we can't go through all the free agents, but to your thinking now, give us quickly two they're going to keep and two we're going to say goodbye to. Um, I, I don't know who they're going to keep, who I would keep. I would, I would probably prioritize Javon Hargrave because, you know, you have four interior defensive linemen that are going to be free agents. Now, Sue, Adamic and Sue, jo- Linville, Joseph, they're gone. Uh, the other two would be Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. I don't know if you can afford to lose both those guys. And to me, Hargrave's younger. He was more effective last season, so I'm I'm investing uh, in the middle of the line uh, mm-hmm. with him. And then the other one would be in the back end. I think I think uh, CJ uh, Gardner Johnson. While you know he's not a perfect safety at this point, he's still kind of learning the position. Um, he's young. He's athletic. He's you know he's, he's really instinct- instinctive. Uh, I would prioritize him. And I, I think Miles Sanders is as good as gone. Um, and if we're looking for another big name, yeah, I mean, I think I think unless Phil, Fletcher Cox is willing to kind of adjust his number and, and in terms of like how much he's getting paid and how much he's playing, um, I I don't see Fletcher coming back either. Last one, very quickly, Jeff. Yes or no? Jason Kelsey back to play next season? Uh, my guess, just based upon like the reporting and talking to people around him, is that probably leaning more on. It sounds more like that he'd be back than he wouldn't be back. Um, of course, which calls into question what you're going to do about Cam Jurgens, but uh, that's a question for another day. My guess, just he had, a, he had his mom even told me she said he had the he had the most fun this season. I think some of that had to do with the podcast he did with his brother, but I think it also a lot of it has to do also with the team and the players around him and, and the coaches, et cetera. Yeah, and don't forget the Christmas album. So that's a big factor. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. All right, guys, thanks for having me. Be right. well. That was uh, Jeff McLean from the Inquirer. For my money, the best beat guy. 
covering the Eagles these days, uh, some pretty interesting stuff, Glenn. This team's going to look much different than yeah. it did this season. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 